0: With you, Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, because you are my rock and my redeemer and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Let us all say, amen. 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 So by now, you probably have all seen it. Now, what am I talking about? That video that's been going around. That video of the brawl in Montgomery, Alabama. Yes. Now, if you haven't seen it, let me see, can I describe what happened here? What happened was there's a river in Montgomery. And riverboats go up and down the, the river. You can go sightsee and stuff like that. And, and they dock. And they have a specific place to dock. A reserved spot to be at. Yes. And so when the boat was coming in, apparently there was another boat sitting in the reserve spot for the big sign riverboat. Yeah, it was a little pontoon boat for long understanding. Yep. And so the co-captain of the riverboat got off the, the big river boat. Tried to explain to the person who had the pontoon boat that hey, you gotta move your boat because the big river boat was coming in, and this is a reserve spot for the river boat. So, the video shows the the pontoon cap, the the big river boat captain talking to the pontoon captain, I guess, and they were having this discussion, and so they were talking about what was about the spot, and so then all of a sudden it was on if if you saw the video you know what happened the guy threw his head up in the air and it was on and and, and yeah and and, and the and the, and the, and the riverboat guy the, the 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 guy who was the co-captain of the riverboat he was white well, was black Yes, yes, yes. And the, the, the person who ran the little pontoon boat, he was white. Yes. And when I say it was on, what happened? So then they started getting into a fight, and then white folks started piling on, and yes. then black folks came. Yes. Yes. In, fact, in fact, depending on which, which video you watch, some young buck jumped off of the riverboat, got in the water, started swimming, and ran up into the fight. Yes woo <laughs> And so, naturally, there were some assault charges that went down. And the city's mayor said, you know, we need justice. Because what happened, they just attacked this guy for simply doing his job. Amen. It was a breathtaking example, I believe of brothers and sisters living in this unity. Psalm 133 tells us how good and pleasant it is when people dwell in unity. Now, we live in a world of division, don't we? We live in a world of disagreements and disadvantages. But how can we have unity and peace with all of this Dr. King said at the height of the civil rights movement, true peace is not merely the absence of tension. It is the presence of justice. So we often mistake tranquility that everything is all right when there's no tension. We want everything to be okay with no tension. But when we do that, we are just fooling ourselves. Because what the Lord wants us to have is what is called the beloved community. Dr. King and the others kind of strive for this. The beloved community is this. It's not only when our physical needs are met, and we need our physical needs to be met, right? Uh, last night when we were on Sunday school, uh, I, my stomach was growling. <laughs> my physical need need to be met. And then afterwards, my physical need was met. Boy, I had a really nice dinner. It was absolutely delicious. So our physical needs are not only met, but also we recognize the tension that is present. And in the blood community, we recognize the tension that is present, but we try to work through it. We try to work through it in love. We try to work through it in peace. And we try to work through it in God's word. Now, the verses that we're looking at in Romans chapter 10, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 14, verses 10 through 23, and then also uh, another verse 19. Paul is writing to a diversified church. This diversified church in Romans is made up of Jews. It's made up of Gentiles, and it's made up of something called polytheists. And these are folks who worship a whole lot of other different gods. So it's made up of all of these different people. It's a diverse church. And with diversity becomes strife and different ideas and all these sorts of things in the molten pot. You know, Montgomery, Alabama is a diverse place. It is known as the capital of dreams. But it has a rich history. It's a place, this is the place where Martin Luther King preached. It's a place that had a boycott, a bus boycott. And right now, it's 61.6% black, 30% white, and 3.3% Asian. And with all of that diversity, you can see why it could have led to what we saw with a brawl. Mm-hmm. And thank God, no one had a weapon. Wow. <clears throat> but Paul and the verses that we're looking at once again gives us a prescription of how to live and have a beloved community. Mm-hmm. Right, here's the first one, and, and I'm going to sound like a broken record because we have talked about this whole bit over and over and over again on the last several weeks as we look at Philippians in Bible study, as we looked at in Sunday school, Romans and Colossians, and some other letters from Paul, and he says this. This is the first thing. This is the first prescription for a beloved community. He says this, stop judging each other. Stop judging each other. Look at verse 10. So why do you judge your brother? Why do you despise your brother? we all stand in judgment before the seat of Christ. Now let me ask you this. Was there some judging going on in the brawl of Montgomery? Yes. <laughs> if it wasn't going on, the judging by the people who are in the brawl, just listen to the videos that were taken of the brawl. Yes. Oh, the commentary of the videos are as good as the videos themselves, aren't they? Yes. A lot of judging going on there. Amen. And and, and and it depends on who shot the video because there's some videos that were shot by black folks That's right. That's right. and that commentary was surely judgmental right. and there were some videos that were shot by white folks yes. and they all went viral. Well, God is telling us that we should not judge. Amen we build a beloved community here on earth by understanding that God is the judge. And describing Jesus, John the Baptist said this in Matthew three twelve. His fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean his floor and gather his wheat into the granary. But he will burn up the chaff with unquestionable fire. In other words, this is what we're talking about. And Brother Brown, you said this yesterday in Sunday school. God will separate the wheat from the chaff. God will do the judging, Not us. Now I know that's a hard thing to do. Because we're meaning-making machines. We judge all the time. That's what we do. But that's not what God wants us to do. As we have a beloved community. What God is calling us to do is this, is to listen to our neighbor without judgment. We are called to love and to tolerate our neighbor. Even when we don't agree with them. God made the MAGA Republican. And yes, I disagree with them and I will do all I can legally to keep them from gaining power again. Say it, say it. However, in the beloved community, God is calling on me to love them, to pray for them, and to tolerate them, and to not to hate them. Wow. Yeah. That's a difficult thing to do. Yes, that's what God is calling us to do in the beloved community. In the beloved community, we are called not to judge our neighbor. Now here's the second thing. Paul reminds us that we're called to give an account. We're called to give an account. Look at verse 11. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me. And every tongue shall confess to God, so that each of us shall give an account of ourselves to God. The question is, what account will you give to the Lord? Now, sure, we can say, you know, I didn't brawl with my neighbor. I haven't had a brawl. But are we truly living and loving with people who are different from us, different from us in religion? Different from us in race. Mm-hmm. Different from us in sexual orientation. Wow. Different from us from political views. Mm-hmm. Different from us from what football team you may root for. Mm-hmm. You yeah, old baseball, let <laughs> My brains are mopping up right now. <laughs> Verse 13 tells us this, therefore no longer let us pass judgment on one another, but rather Determined not to be a stumbling block or an obstacle in a brother's way. Wow. All right. Are we judging our brother because he voted for her mm-hmm. Are we distraught when we see a woman wearing a habib in observance mm-hmm. of worshiping a God that is not our own? Wow. Are we despised because our sister is married to another sister? Now I know the God the Bible says Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. I got that, okay? But it's not for us to judge it. All right, I it. And that's a hard thing for folks to get over. Yeah. It is not for us to judge it. It is for us to just tolerate them, love them, and be with them. God does the judging. Yeah. Yeah. Not us. Yeah. And that's a hard thing for us to because we've been raised to judge. We know it. We've been raised to say, hate the sin, but what? Not 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 the sinner. And that is what God is calling us to do in the beloved community. Not only with that, but with so many other things we see in life. Now third, Paul is telling us to pursue things which produce peace. Paul is telling us to pursue things which produce peace. Look at verse 19. Therefore, let us pursue the things which produce peace and the things that build one another up. Let us pursue the things that produce peace and build one another up. On Friday, a group of folks met online to begin the steps of putting together the organization that will not only help us raise the money to restore the Maddox Center, but also to stand up a nonprofit that will allow us to produce peace and things that will help build one another. Up. Amen. Amen. Now, what we did that day, what we did on Friday, was we worked on a mission and vision statement. And mission and vision statements kind of define, define what an organization is all about. For example, Habitat for Humanity. Their mission statement is this, uh, bringing people together to build homes, community, and hope. That tells you what they're all about. Feeding America, which is a food bank, its mission is to feed America's hungry through a nationwide network of member food banks and engage our country in the fight to end On Friday, we worked on the mission statement. We got some more work to do, but I want to read to you what some of the things we came up with. Motivated by faith, the Maddox Center of Athens sponsors programs which reflect an appreciation of and an investment in African-American culture, community development, and educational excellence for all people. For 131 years, Greater Bethel has been living out God's call to live and create a beloved community. This mission statement, as we work on it's that part of that call. That we want to extend what we do, the hands and feet of Jesus into our community, as we have already done for 131 years. It's just another way for us to do it, to extend our legacy of all time here, stewards of this church. Mm-hmm. Now, I know some folks listening to this sermon may say that the beloved community cannot and will not exist. It can't exist here on earth. Look at us. Look at what we do. Look at how we act. To so stop judging. it's almost like stop breathing air (laughs) because it's a hard thing to do. We look at people and we judge them. What God is asking us to do is recognize that and say it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. So this morning, uh, at the hotel, having some breakfast, you know, me and food. okay? And in walks in, Jehovah Witnesses, the a Little Jehovah Witness convention. And these people are well-dressed. These people are manual. These people are just really nice people but how many times will I judge them as being but they coops who knock on my door when I don't want them knocking on my door <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter they're trying to worship God as the way that they believe they should be worshiping God Amen. Amen. and for that I need to give them my respect and I need to listen to them. Hopefully that they will listen to me. That's how we can operate in the beloved community, Mm -hmm. by understanding people who may be different from us, Mm -hmm. by listening to them, and by giving them respect. It doesn't mean that I change my view. It doesn't mean that. I am not going to do those things, but what it means is that I am okay with it. And when I mean okay with it, I mean that God has said that he is the judge. Amen. Am. So what I'm to do is to love them. It's to love them. So, One of the things that we can do in all of this is to understand what the angel Gabriel told Mary in Luke chapter 1, verse 37. And that is, nothing will be impossible without God. We can't build a beloved community without God. We can't reform Transform the Maddox Center into a place that we can do lots of things with without God. And we can't stop judging or take our judgment and understand it and deal with it without God. The beloved community, it is a difficult thing. It is a thing like the roller coaster. It's going to go up and down and up and down, and the brawl in Montgomery will not be the last brawl that we see. Amen. Amen. But what it can be is an opportunity for us to understand how far we have to go to create in deep love. Pray with you, please. The Lord, again, we come to you thanking you for your grace and your mercy and your love. Lord, we ask you to help us heed the words that Paul has given us, that we should not judge, that bowing to you, Lord, that you are the judge, and that we should just love. We should heed the words of Paul that tells us that we must make an accounting of everything we do. For every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we need to heed the words of Gabriel, who told Mary, the mother of Jesus, that nothing is impossible without God. Yes, yes. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Let us say, as we build this beloved community, amen, amen, amen. 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 And so, as I said in the message, we have to rely on God to build the beloved community. In order to do that, we have to do something called surrendering. (laughs) Uh, Yes, yes. We sing many Sundays this hymn of invitation, I surrender all. And the reason that I want to sing it so often, because that's what we gotta do. And I know it's tough. I got a mind of my own. I got all these things that I can do. And I don't want to surrender to God because some of the things that God is asking me to do, I don't want to do. I got bills. It's tough for me to give to the church. I just don't agree with the lifestyle of someone who decides to become a homosexual. Or who is a homosexual. I can't cotton to all the notions that they're talking about. About refurbishing the Son, We don't have any money to do that. Nothing is impossible without God. And it's possible if we surrender to God. Because when we surrender to Jesus, guess what? He will take all those things off us. He will make the impossible possible.
1: And we will stand and wonder how
0: in the world that we do that. How in the world did that happen? Well, it happened because of one reason and one reason only, because we surrender. So I know I sound like a broken record around here a lot of times. the Bible's a broken record too. All the Jesus I surrender, all the him I freely give, I will ever love and trust him in his present daily living. I surrender all. 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 all the deep. My the Savior. Surrendering doesn't mean you're a wimp. Actually, surrender means that you're strong because you have taken a will and given it to God. So now let us stand and let us sing. Why do you judge your brother? And why do you despise your brother? For we shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess to God, so that each of us shall give an account of himself to God. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be the love of the holy spirit rule and abide with you henceforth now and forevermore let us all say it's your faithfulness in giving to Greater Bethel that allows us to do the work of the Lord there are three ways you can give to us first you can use catch app by typing dollar sign Bethel 140 second you can give using Giverify simply at a Greater Bethel Athens finally you can mail your contributions in to post office box 49773 Athens Georgia 30604 Thank you and blessings. Hi, this is Marvin Bland. So you're listening to this podcast, but are you a subscriber of this podcast? Being a podcast subscriber is simple. It means that every time that we produce a new episode, you'll get it with a notification right on your phone, tablet, or other device like Alexa. Now, subscribing to our podcast is easy. Use Google and type in the podcast with Marvin Bland. That's the podcast. Let me spell that for you. With M-A-R-B-E-N Bland. B-L-A-N-D. Now what pops up next are several ways to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, and other platforms. So don't miss a minute of sermons, interviews, and devotions. Subscribe to the podcast with Marvin Bland today.